Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. everyone. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name's Devin. How are you guys? Another week, another week down in 2022. We're almost at 2023. It just like seems so crazy. I don't know. I just, there's my dog in the background. Did you hear that? I mean, don't dogs always have just perfect timing to come in and shake themselves? Anyways, that's Luca. That's how Luca does things. He knew he wasn't going to be the topic of discussion today, so he had to make himself the topic of discussion some way. (laughs) Anyway, I have no Luca story today, except for what I just said. Anyway, nothing really new going on. I told you guys I got that shot last week. It did not work. Just kind of giving up. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I think I have to get a new... I think I just have to get a shot, like just a local shot in my hand or my wrist or whatever they're going to do. And they just got to fix it because I worked yesterday. I had a long day of clients and I woke up this morning and my hand was like pretty swollen. So I'm guessing my hand did not like me working all day yesterday. So whatever. I mean, I got to work. So I just don't know what to do at this point. I wish I had a doctor who would uh, take me seriously. So he did. And then I don't know what happened. So anyway, I got to go back. I don't think my next appointment is until like November. So it looks like I got to make a an appointment sooner and get back in there. Anyway, let's see. Anything else going on? I don't think so. So I think we should just get into it. We're going to talk about the different decades of your skin and what your skin's going through in each decade and how it needs to be treated and all that. And I think this is an interesting episode because I think that it is different in your 20s versus your 40s and and, and whatnot. So why don't we just get into it? Here we go. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about skin in your 20s. Your skin is still pretty healthy and the skin cells are regenerating quickly. Collagen and elastin are still strong, which gives you the plumpness in your face, which makes you look young. Well, you are young, let's be honest, but you know what I mean. Usually the acne, super oily skin, and clogged pores are slowing down by now. It's important to change up your routine to something more beneficial for aging and less about those harsh drying products that may have helped control your skin. 
Usually you're still having a good time in your 20s. You're entering the real world, but maybe not as many responsibilities. So that might mean more time at the beach, the river, or the desert. Remember to apply sunscreen every two hours and also wear it every single day, even on cloudy days. You can drink hot lemon water in the morning. That might help to reduce breakouts that may still be happening as you move away from those nasty, like fluctuating hormones. This can help reduce bacteria internally. This is not a fail-safe method. Uh, Some say it has worked for them. So I'm just suggesting it as a possibility, and it's certainly harmless. So why not? And some people just enjoy starting their morning off like that. So, you know, hot lemon water. And then, of course, skipping tanning beds altogether. I mean, please just no more with that. I mean, I think the younger generation has definitely gotten smarter than, like, say, my generation. I mean, I worked at a tanning salon, you guys. I mean, I did it briefly. I can't remember. I don't even know when I did my episode when I talked about my work history. I don't even know if I mentioned that. I think I did it when I was like 18 or 19 or 20. I did it so briefly. And I think it was during, I had another job at the same time. It was such a like an off job for me to have. But anyways, I worked at a tanning salon and it was just, I mean, it was in our little like local shopping center. And I can't believe it's so funny that that I worked there. So anyway, skip tanning beds altogether. Sun damage can take up to 10 years to show up. So you may not be seeing your teenage damage yet. So remember what you did at 15 is not going to show up until you're about 25. So at 20, you're thinking, I'm great. No problem. Like skin's looking good. And then all of a sudden you're 25 and you're like, shoot, what happened? Well, the sun happened. So just make sure you're protecting your skin. And especially if you are, you know, dealing with acne, just remember the sun is what is going to scar your skin. The clouds are what is going to scar your skin. Because remember those burning rays, those aging rays, I'm sorry, are around every single day. So you want to make sure that you're always protecting your skin. And then I know we want to be tan and that's great. But remember, there's like spray tans and like self-tanners. They're so much better than they used to be. They're not turning us orange like they used to be. So they're just much safer and they're less damaging to the skin. If you do them all the time, they can be dehydrating. But again, the formulas are better. And as long as you really keep your skin hydrated, they're not as bad. And certainly they're so much better than you know, making sure you're tan all the time from the sun. So, you know, if you're going to weigh your options, you know, spray tans and self-tanner is still the better way to go. So in my 20s, I had a real good time. I've mentioned that many times on the podcast. I used to go out all the time, at least every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Uh, I really can't imagine doing that now. You know, I was going to bed very late or early, depending on, you know, how you looked at it. And I didn't always wash my face. Luckily, breakouts were not an issue for me, but dry skin was and my skin felt gross. I will say this though, I didn't wear foundation. So it's not like I was going to bed with like a full face of makeup. I went to bed with like a full, like full eye makeup and, you know, if I still have lipstick on or something like that, but it's, or blush. I don't even know if I wore blush in my 20s because I had naturally like really rosy cheeks. 
but I definitely wore eye makeup. So maybe that's why like I didn't have to deal with breakouts as much, but because I had dry skin, I definitely should have been washing my face. And because I went to bars and like clubs, I should have been washing my face. Can you imagine like how much cigarette smoke just from being in that environment I had on my face and, the, and like sweat from like dancing because like this white girl used to dance. I mean, I had so much fun. And I just, oh my gosh, like I want to wash my face 50 times just thinking about like how gross it was that I went to bed without washing my face. Anyways, start the habit now. It's totally worth it. I promise. I really promise. Because in your 20s, and especially if acne is not an issue for you at all, it is so easy to have good skin. It's so easy. Like I look at I look at this one girl, I don't even want to like, I'm not going to call her out or anything like that. But I look at this one girl who is like super, she's not an influencer. She actually is a professional, but she's an esthetician. I will say that. But she's super popular on Instagram, but she's in her 20s, like early 20s. And I think it's great. I think she she's actually knowledgeable and I, I definitely respect her and all that. But she's in her early 20s. Her skin should look like that just naturally. But, you know, she also does use really good products. So that's great. But the advantage is it looks like, look how good I take care of my skin. And I'm like, because you're in your early 20s, that's also a huge part of why your skin is glowing, why your skin is so plump. You know, she also uses Botox. So... That's another like, you know, and I'm like, I'm, if I'm comparing myself to her, I'm 20 years older than her and I don't use Botox and I think my skin looks pretty good. Is my skin as plump as hers? No, it's not going to be, it's just not possible. And I don't use Botox. I don't use fillers, but I'm not going to have the plumpness that a 20 something has because I'm in my forties. It's just not going to happen. But I'm like, she's at such an advantage because sometimes people forget about age and they just look at somebody's skin and they're like, oh my gosh, I want her skin. It looks so great. Look how plump it is. I'm just going to use her products because it looks so good. And I'm, and I'm not mad at her about it at all. I don't want that to come off like that. Like I'm saying that it's she's lucky she has that advantage because people will forget that she's 20 something and that's part of the reason her skin looks so good is because acne is not an issue for her so she naturally is just going to have that 20 something plumpness but anyway she does have absolutely beautiful skin but i'm like so did i in my 20s anyways i'm older now and i'm fine with it and i i'm happy with where my skin is at 44 i think it looks pretty good especially I haven't had the fillers or the Botox. So we're all good. We all stay in our own lane or I stay in my own lane, but it's just, it's just interesting. You know, when I always tell people, you should tell people you're actually older than you are because then people will be, you know, really impressed. You know, don't tell people you're younger. Anyways, so if you have quote unquote good skin, take care of it because it won't last forever. I mean, I just give you a really good example. If you have problematic skin, then you know how important it is to be good to it. I was pretty good to my skin back then, but I wish I had done more for it. Reversing damage is so much harder. 
And when I say I was pretty good to it, because obviously not washing my face Thursday, Friday, and Saturday was not great. But I, at some point, had learned the right products to use on my skin. I started wearing sunscreen and was was better about that. So my whole 20s was not horrible. I started getting better and was more consistent. And, and even when I wasn't washing my face, when I did, I had the right products. I knew that like a cream cleanser was better for my skin instead of using... I stopped using brands or a specific cleanser, whatever that I knew was was not right for my skin. I stopped using, you know, my sister's products and, you know, that were the wrong type of uh, products for my skin. So that's what I'm talking about when I say that I was pretty good to my skin. I learned better than when I was like a teenager. Let's talk about skin in your 30s. So much is happening in your life, like babies, job stress, husband stress, wife stress, probably life in general. This is when growth hormones are slowing down, so your skin doesn't naturally repair itself as quickly. If you're pregnant, you could be dealing with pregnancy mask, which is melasma and looks like a dark patch above your upper lip. Fun, right? it gets better. Cystic acne. This can be common too. Instead of just regular pimples, this type of acne lives under your skin and can be sore and hang around for weeks. And if this is happening, see an esthetician for treatment. I really, really recommend that, especially if you're pregnant. I mean, I recommend that in general, but but especially if you're pregnant because you're just more limited on what you can use when you're pregnant. Get some sleep. I know this is easier said than done. You know, I've talked about I have I've had insomnia for 20 plus years, but stress releases a steroid called cortisol and cortisol makes the skin more oily, causing the breakouts. Sleep is the best way to relieve stress. And they always they, you know, you've always heard the term beauty sleep. It's really a thing. It's actually called that for a reason. So, you know, sometimes people make up things, but sometimes there's truth behind them. If being too tired is a is reason for not washing your face at night, then wash it earlier so you just get it done. Sleeping with makeup and the day on your face is never good. You know, sometimes I'll get home and the first thing I do is I just go take my shower. And then I do whatever I have to do. Now, if I have to cook myself dinner and it's going to be a dinner that maybe could get my face dirty, like maybe I'm going to fry something in a pan or, you know, whatever, then maybe I'll do that first. But for the most part, I'm not frying something in a pan. So, you know, I might be boiling water or, you know, something like that. Reheating dinner from the night before. So that's not really, not you know, I, I, I just live with my dogs. So I'm not cooking for a whole family. So this isn't as much of an issue for you. So you just have to think about your life and you know, your family and what works for you. But if you know you're going to be tired, try to take that shower before you get too tired. If you know nine o'clock comes around and you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't take that shower at eight o'clock. You know, go tell your husband, go tell your wife, whatever you got to do, just say, I just need 15 minutes and go take that shower and just do it, you know, 
because it's going to be worth it. And plus, you'll be so happy that you're done. I got to tell you, there's some nights where I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm thrilled that all I have to do is go from the couch to my bed. And when I'm on that couch, I'm usually working. If I'm watching TV and I'm hanging out with my dogs, whatever, I'm on my couch and I'm still working. Like I'm on my computer, I'm still working. But I'm excited that all I have to do is just go to my bed. I don't have to go take my shower. It's just a good feeling. So that's a good recommendation that I have for you guys because I know that it's helped a lot of people. Okay, and then again, and I'm going to say this for every decade, wear sunscreen every single day. 78% of sun damage is caused by things as simple as driving in your car, running into Target, sitting next to a window. You get the idea. Most people wear it to go to the beach, but too often people think it's not a big deal because you aren't outside. Just make it part of your daily routine and that way it's always on. Skin in your 40s. This is when perimenopause starts and that means estrogen begins to slow down. When estrogen slows down, the skin starts to lose its tone. Estrogen is also a natural anti-inflammatory. So ingredients your skin tolerated and even liked before may start to become sensitive too. I hear this all the time in my treatment room. I used to be able to use this. Things change and we have to adjust, not make our skin adjust. I always tell my clients, whatever you do to your face, make sure you you do to your neck, chest, and hands. So if you have been neglecting those areas, start now. If you are listening to this and you're in your 20s, start doing that now. It's so important and you'll be so happy. Be gentle with your skin, especially with exfoliation. Please don't try to make up for not taking care of your skin before. Red, irritating, and burning are not words you should use to describe your home care products. Skip the straw to avoid those lines around your mouth. I have yet to give these up, but I think about it almost every time I use a straw. And I actually see those. I'm seeing those lines, but trying to microneedle them out of my face. I just microneedled my face on Saturday and I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're softer, but I I can't give up my straw. I just can't. If you are starting to notice a decline in your vision, go to the doctor now. Please don't let pride get in your way. Age has nothing to do with it. I could only see the big E on the eye chart when I was in third grade. I mean, I was blind as a bat. So I've had glasses and contacts for many, many years. Squinting will cause more fine lines around the eyes, and that is aging. Skin in your 50s. Okay, so we're going to talk, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about skin in your 50s because... We're dealing with menopause and we're dealing with more hormonal change. So this one gets a little bit more science-y, but I try to break it down so it's, it's just easier to digest. So we have progesterone and that regulates sleep, immunity, and brain function. And then we have estrogen, which supports collagen production and it's responsible for keeping our skin plump and wrinkle-free. Testosterone, it regulates oil glands and hair growth. 
And then we have DHEA, which protects against oxidative stress, which is an important function in preventative skin aging. And then we have human growth hormone that supports skin elasticity and muscle. The decrease in these four hormones is the main factor in the aging process of the skin. Estrogen drops so quickly and can create hot flashes and skin reactions like rosacea, skin sensitivity, and allergic reactions. And since we believe that inflammation is a big cause of aging, the inflammation that comes with all of this can then cause irreversible damage to skin cells. So we know that estrogen is involved in the normal function of the skin, and it directly affects the function of key cells in the skin. So we have fibroblasts, and that produces collagen and elastin, regulates hair follicle function, which is hair production, keratinocytes, (laughs) closely involved in skin protection, And then we have melanocytes, and those are involved in the evenness of skin color. And then you have sebaceous gland activity, which produces skin oils. Estrogen also grabs onto water and holds it in the dermis, and that is what keeps the skin plump. So all of that, all of those things are affected by the loss of estrogen. So that's pretty big. The decrease of estrogen in your 50s will cause the skin to deflate. I hate that word. So when I was writing this, I was thinking, I got to use a better word. I don't like the word deflate. There is not another word. I even like did a thesaurus because I'm like, there's got to be a better word than deflate. Like we're not a balloon. There's not another word to, to use that fits in that it that just fits that sentence or fits what is supposed to be there. <laughs> so yeah, it's just the decrease of estrogen just causes our skin to deflate. <laughs> it just becomes less plump. It deflates. I mean, I don't know about you, but that sentence got to me. <laughs> it's a little depressing. Wrinkles will become more pronounced and microcirculation will become will probably not be as efficient and can thin from lack of nutrients and oxygen. Sorry, the skin can thin from lack of nutrients and oxygen. <sighs> Goodness gracious. Facial hair increases around the cheeks, chin, and upper lip. The 50s, or the menopause years, also trigger more skin growths on the face and the body. Now, these I've talked about when I'm talking about my ThermoClear machine, and I could go on like skin tags or something. I could talk about the names of these, but most people aren't going to understand the names. So they're just skin imperfections. So they're usually benign, but difficult to hide with makeup because they're usually not flat. They usually are something that kind of creates a bump on the skin. Luckily, I have a machine for these imperfections. It's my ThermoClear. So if these are starting to happen, then I can take care of them for you. If you're local, if not, then check with your local esthetician. Honestly, the 50s are when you will see the most changes in your skin. Now, 
There's always exceptions to the rule. There are people who hit menopause earlier, perimenopause earlier, and then will obviously hit menopause earlier if they go into perimenopause early. So, you know, you can come at me and say, oh, I, but this all happened to me in my 40s. Yeah, of course. There's always somebody that is going to go through something earlier, and there's always somebody that's going to go through something later. So these are just general rules. This is what generally happens. These are the decades this generally happens in. Okay, so that's all the stuff generally can happen in your 50s. But here's the thing. It's not hopeless. It never is. Talk to your esthetician. I can give you a whole list of things that can help you with your skin. But at the end of the day, you need to talk to somebody because it's going to be specific to what your needs are, okay? Your only issue could just be that your skin dried up. All the oil kind of went away. So I'm not going to give you all the, like if skin irritation is not yours, why am I, why am I going to tell you all the stuff to help you with skin irritation? You just need to hydrate your skin. So it's important that you talk to an esthetician or sign up for my skincare coaching if you're not local and can't come to me and I can help you. You know, go on my website, I have my skincare coaching and I can help you with a good skincare routine and get you on track. And, you know, what you were doing 10 years ago might not be what your skin needs now. And I've said before that it doesn't mean that your products aren't working anymore. It could mean that your skin has changed. So it's not the products that aren't working. It's that your skin has changed and it may need different things. More exfoliation, more hydration, sometimes less retin-A, retinoids, whatever. All these things need to be looked at to see what is best for your skin. This is especially important if you are dealing with irritated skin or even rosacea. If you are seeing an increase in facial hair, you know, like the peach fuzz, dermaplaning would be a great option for you. Check to see if your esthetician offers it. It's a great form of exfoliation and will make your makeup look even better and your products penetrate deeper. So there you go, you guys. I gave you four decades of how to treat your skin, what your skin needs. And if you are in any of those decades, I didn't give you teenage years because that is, you need individual help because that's all over the place. And then once you get past your 50s, then things start to level out again. So kind of where you were at in your 50s and once we get that under control, 60s, 70s beyond, it kind of levels out again. So we don't, you know, your skin's not going to go through all these changes again. So that's the good thing, right? Um, It doesn't mean you're never going to have pimples again. People are always like, I already went through menopause. Why am I still having pimples? You may still get pimples. It can happen. It just can happen. And not always a bad thing. It means you're alive. So there you go. As always, come talk to me. If you have questions about your skin, you can sign up for my skincare coaching and we can discuss your needs. Because listen, they're just different for everybody. And it's important to be on something that is customized for you. That's, I always say that's just the most important thing is that you're not on your friend's routine or some Instagrammers or some famous person's routine. You got to be on something that works for you, something that's been customized for you. 
All right, guys. That is it. That is it for today. And we'll talk again next week. Hopefully, after this episode, hopefully you will get my interview with Stephen Mango. It's a good interview. We talked so much stuff about med spa stuff, Botox fillers, botched chemical peels. And I mean, he gave so much information about how to find the right injector. And I loved it. I loved it. We talked forever. And I finally like had to wrap it up and stop talking. But he's going to come back because it just, it was good. It was good, you guys. Okay, so that's it. I hope you guys have a great week and we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.